you pursuing a natural lifestyle for yourself and your family? Are you concerned about the standard American diet and options available for healthcare? Are you curious about herbs for health or already practice home herbalism? You've come to the right place. My mom, Naomi Kilbrick, is a Christian clinical herbalist and owner of Lower Chi Wellness. She teaches simple ways to live in a more healthy way and to work with plants to promote and restore health. Welcome to the Family Herbalism Podcast. Welcome back to the Family Herbalism Podcast. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you the answer to a question asked by listener Marianne about what I have on my summer reading list. But before I tell you all about that, which is definitely a lot, um, I want to reveal to you what the big secret has been uh, behind the scenes with Laurel Tree Wellness. So you may already know about this. I've talked about it in my email and my newsletters and also on Instagram. But the big news is that Laurel Tree Wellness now has its own freestanding clinic that we will be transitioning into in the next few months. And it is located in a different place. It is no longer at Cornerstone Wellness Center or won't be when we finish moving. It will be located in Hebron, Maine on my own property. And so this is a really big step for Laurel Tree Wellness, for our clients. There are a lot of really amazing things that are going to come out of this. And I'm really, really excited about this transition Um, We've been working on this since last fall when we started saving up and broke ground early this spring, and we anticipate being open to the public by spring of 2024. We'll see, depending on how things go, we may be able to open much sooner than that. And some aspects of opening the clinic will be uh, definitely functioning before then, Um, but it may take us a little bit to get everything pulled together so that it's ready for clients to be meeting here. And so this is is the new thing. it's really, really exciting. I'm so excited to be able to share all the updates and pictures of the progress that is happening. So if you are not on the email list, I invite you to sign up for that on my website at laureltreewellnessllc.com. And if you're on Instagram, to check out Laurel Tree Wellness there so that you can see updated photos of what it looks like. And that is, um, yeah, it's really, really exciting. So lots of good things happening there. But Today, we're going to be talking about my current reading list. So when Marianne asked me this question, I believe how she framed it was that she wanted to know what um, I was planning on reading next, possibly this summer. But I will tell you that the books that I have listed for this summer are not going to be finished this summer. Um, if you know anything about the Strengths Finder test, the Clifton Strengths then you will laugh when you find out that I have both input and learner in my top five. So you're going to uh, possibly be a little bit overwhelmed by the number of books that I have upcoming on my list. Uh, And these are most of these books are ones that I literally have sitting beside my bed to read and they are not going to be finished this summer. 
Um, it is easy to find reading lists for beginner herbalists, and I actually created an episode back in season one, episode 27, called A Dozen Great Books for Your Library. But what does a clinical herbalist have on the bedstand? I thought that was such a great question because you don't really see a lot of talk about what herb what herbalist books are recommended for higher level training. And so some of you who are familiar with all the cookbooks and the basic remedy making books may be interested to know what are some books that you might like to try next. So I'm going to share with you what I have on my bedstand right now and then also kind of talk about some of the ideas that I have um, for books after that because of course the wish list is never ending. I'm also going to include toward the end a few books that I have um, that I want to read that are not herbalism based or health based but most of the books there are health related. So the first one that I want to mention is a book that I'm actually, I've already read, um, but I'm working my way back through it, taking notes and integrating them into my protocols and my Materia Medica, and that's The Male Herbalist by James Green. I chose this book because helpful information on herbs for men is quite limited, and I wanted a book from this perspective. But I discovered that James Green is not only very intelligent, has some wonderful resources, but he also has a great sense of humor. So this book was definitely not dry reading and covered the basics of herbal preparations as well as the recipes and insightful Materia Medica and stories that really made it funny and interesting. So I definitely recommend this book, The Male Herbalist by James Green. Then on my bedstand, I have Live Longer Better by Joseph Dispenza. This was recommended by my next mentee, Angelica Benoit. It is about an herbalist named Hazel Parcells who lived into her 100s and who had developed some protocols that changed a lot of people's lives. So um, with this book and many of the books that I'm about to mention, I can't give you a definitive referral, but I know that Angelica was over the top excited about this book. I was very excited that I had purchased it and I do look forward to reading this one. Next, I have Wild Plants of Maine by Tom Seymour. I have his book Foraging New England, which is a great guide to have on hand for people in the area. Uh, it includes some really great um, basic information about the plants, sort of like a Materia Medica, as well as tips on how to work with the plants. And then it has a really good picture section for each of the plants. So I'm really looking forward to the more specific focus in this book since I live in Maine and I do a lot of wild harvesting. Next, I have Culpepper's Complete Herbal by Nicholas Culpepper. I read this one or a different annotated version years ago before I was really, quote, into herbalism. Um, it's an old book, or at least the original by Nicholas Culpepper, uh, was from the earlier days of um, colonial herbalism in America. And I remember the old English being a little bit distracting, but I could see the helpfulness of the information that it contained. And then last year, I read a book called Vitalism by Matthew Wood about the history of herbalism, and I was reminded of Culpepper and his unconventional approach to dealing with the authoritative nature of pharmaceutical medicine as it was, as it was being developed in America and decided that I needed to read this one again um, because I want to hear that personality coming through. I think that will be a lot of fun. 
I have Eat the Weeds by Ben Charles Harris. This is a cookbook that I picked up at a used bookstore, I believe. I've dabbled in eating wild food over the years, and I hope to find recipes that I can make with local herbs from this one. The 40-Day Sugar Fast by Wendy Speak was a gift from a client. It sounds like it's not just about detoxing from sugar, but processing all the emotions that go with breaking habits. And it reminds me of the Whole30 process I went through. Uh, And I'm curious to read this perspective because it is also written by a Christian woman and it has a big uh, spiritual aspect to it as well. Next, I have The Trauma-Informed Herbalist by Elizabeth Guthrie. I listened to an interview with Elizabeth months ago and was intrigued by her approach to clients with trauma. I have a lot of clients with a history of physical and emotional trauma, and I felt this would be a good way to expand on my care for them. I loved that it was specifically about herbalism because many of the books that are written for healthcare providers around trauma uh, do not incorporate much information about herbs, and if they do, it's, um, it's very basic stuff that I'm already quite familiar with. Then I have Menopause Without Medicine by Linda Ojeda. This is an older book that someone gave me in a pile of health books a few years ago. I still haven't read it yet, but I anticipate finding some really good information in it. It looks to be very well organized. The Mood Cure by Julie Ross. I also heard an interview with Julie Ross probably a year ago. Her big focus is on working with amino acids and correcting a variety of nutritional deficiencies to correct imbalances. We know that much of our emotional experience is based on how our gut is doing, and there is an unbelievable amount of science attached to how the brain is impacted by our gut. So I love this approach, and I'm excited to read this book. She has other books that are also on my wish list, which are based on nutrition and amino acids specifically. The Body Keeps the Score by Bessel van der Kock. I feel like I should have read this one by now. I've heard such amazing things about it being heavy on the science, which I always find fascinating. Holistic Herbs for Pets by Elizabeth David. I haven't read this yet, but I have to say I'm not super excited about it. I get a lot of questions about working with herbs for pets, and I hope to get a book that covered the basics for common pets. Unfortunately, this book is very short, has very few herbs, And while I may be able to get some decent information out of it, I want to try again. So if anyone listening has a favorite book on herbs for pets, please tell me about it because I'm still looking. Modern Encyclopedia of Herbs by Joseph Cadence. This was another book I picked up at a bookstore. It's older, but it looks like a very concise, well-written Materia Medica. Making Plant Medicine by Richocek. Another one that I feel like I should have read by now. I've had it for a while and somehow haven't picked it up yet. I've even lent it out a couple of times. I've heard really good things about this herbalist and his work, so I'm glad it's in the collection and I look forward to getting to it. The Oxygen Advantage by Patrick McCohen. I heard Patrick McCohen on a couple different podcasts I listened to and found the science around breathing that he offered so interesting. He gave a ton of practical tips on how to improve your health through breath, so I knew I wanted to read his book. I really love working with techniques that may not be herbalist-based, but are free and easy and based on very basic things that our bodies need, such as our breath and air. Back to Eden by Jethro Kloss, another classic I haven't read. 
There are so many good ones. I've been told this book was life-changing for many of the herbalists who have read it. Holistic Medicine and the Extracellular Matrix by Matthew Wood. I will read anything by Matthew Wood. He's a very intelligent person who has a way with explaining health issues that's very relatable and memorable. I heard him teach in a class once about the effect of extracellular fluid on the cardiovascular system, among other areas of the body, and the things he shared were so contradictory to what standard medicine teaches that I had to know more. And from what I understand, it's all here in this book. Holy Herbs by Sadhir Aluwala Awalia. <laughs> I will write this down in the show notes. I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. I can't remember where I heard about this book, but I was searching for books that would share more context behind the herbs mentioned in the Bible and herbs used in religious ceremonies. This looks to be a pretty in-depth book about that. Medical Herbalism by David Hoffman. Oh my word, this is a textbook. I'm really looking forward to digging into this one, but it might be a bit before I get there. I'm excited about the possibilities with this one, though. Herbal Therapeutics by David Winston. I appreciate being able to hear from so many experienced herbalists on their perspective of herbalism, and this relatively short book looks to be a great read. I have enjoyed listening to interviews with David Winston, and I have a feeling that after this one, he may be one of my favorite authors as well. The New Natural Family Doctor by Andrew Stanway. Another bookstore find. I'm not sure how much herbalism is really in here, but I'm open to different options for natural health, as I've mentioned, especially when it comes to raising a family. The Complete Housewife by Eliza Smith. This was, I believe, the very first book published in New England. It was a cookbook slash herbal remedy-making book for anyone raising a family or supporting their community. I had this on my wish list for a long time, and my mom and stepdad bought it for me for my birthday last year. I still haven't read it all the way through, although I have skimmed through many of the sections and read a lot of the recipes. I look forward to a more thorough read and perhaps even trying some of her recipes, although, you know, all those uh, mutton and, um, I don't know, just very interesting ingredients. We'll see. Then we have The Weed Cookbook, which might be a little bit more relatable for this time period. Uh, The Weed Cookbook is by Adrian Crowhurst. This was uh, given to me by my husband's boss. I'm not sure where he got it, but he heard I was making dandelion pancakes and decided I would give it a good home. And then finally, I have Herbal Antivirals by Stephen Buhner. I read Healing Lyme by Stephen Buhner years ago, and it was the first time I realized how scientific and professional herbalists can be. Stephen Buhner's knowledge is absolutely astounding. He does amazing research and writes in a very detailed way. My approach to addressing Lyme disease is an adaptation of his protocol, and I still refer to this book. I have all of his books on my wish list, but the next one I plan to read, which is in my stack, is Herbal Antivirals. I do have two other books in my stack that I've already read, um, but decided to throw them back in there again just for the heck of it, and we'll see if I actually get around to them anytime soon. The first is Traditional Western Herbalism and Pulse Assessment by Matthew Wood, Francis Bonaldo, and Phyllis Light. I read this as part of my Holistic Herbalism Assessment Certification Program. But pulse assessment still feels overwhelming to me, so while I will often take pulses and make observations, I need a lot more knowledge and experience around this. 
I want to read this book again at some point as a refresher, especially now that I do have some experience feeling pulses and perhaps reading about them will enable me to connect what I'm feeling to what I need to know. Then I have Health Assessment Made Incredibly Visual by Williams and Wilkins. I read this one while planning to become a home birth midwife. And so I read it then, but I want to review it again. It's pretty basic, but does have some really great photos. And I think it would be helpful, especially for things like rashes, which can be really tricky to correctly identify. I have six books on my nightstand as well that are non-herbal. So I'm not going to go into the details of these, but I'll just tell you what they are just in case you're interested. The first, which I am currently working my way through, is The Art of Possibility by Rosamond and Benjamin Zander. Our Cancelled Check by Yolanda Sonyar, Mere Apologetics by Alistair McGrath, and Prevailing Worldviews by Glenn Martin, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, and a collection of fiction books I plan to work through at camp next week that are uh, very soon to be on loan from a friend. And I'm always buying more books. So at the moment, um, one, of the, one of the herbal books that I wanted to get is The Practicing Herbalist by Margie Flint. This one is really hard to get because it sells out very quickly. So you can't get it on Amazon. And if you can find a copy on Amazon, it's extremely expensive. I'm currently in communication with an out-of-state consignment shop to see if I can get a copy of this. But I do have a bunch in my Amazon cart, and those include Necessary Endings by Henry Cloud, The Ultimate Herbal Compendium by Carrie Bone, Anatomy of an Illness by Norman Cousins, Goodbye Lupus by Brooke Goldner, The Web That Has No Weaver by Ted Kapchik, which is all about understanding TCM, The Last Days According to Jesus by R.C. Sproul, Clean Paleo Comfort Food Cookbook by Jessica DeMay, Outlive the Science and Art of Longevity by Peter Adia. Is This Normal? Judgment-Free Straight Talk About Your Body by Jolene Brighton. Gut Feelings and the Inflammation Spectrum by Will Cole. Eat to Beat Your Diet by William Lee. Holistic Cancer Care and Herbal Approach by Chen Shell Cabrera. Last Child in the Woods by Richard Louvre. And Listening to the Language of the Bible by Louis Verberg. And I have a hard copy wish list that includes another 49 books, bringing me to, drumroll, right, a nice round 96 books. Call me crazy. It'll probably take me several years to get through all of these, but I do enjoy reading when I can find the time, and winter will be here before we know it, so I'll get there eventually. Next week, you guys, I'm going to be on vacation, so there will not be an episode for you to listen to. I may be sharing some photos on vacation, but we'll see. No commitments there. I'll be back the following week with another episode. Thank you guys so much for listening, for leaving your reviews, sharing this podcast with your loved ones and all your emails. I appreciate you so much. You can learn more by visiting laureltreewellnessllc.com or emailing me at laureltreewellness at gmail.com. I hope you have a wonderful couple of weeks and I'll see you back here after vacation. The Family Herbalism Podcast is created for educational purposes only. You are responsible for any and all medical and health decisions you choose to make. If you experience a medical emergency, please contact appropriate medical providers. To receive herbalist support, please visit www.laureltreewellnessllc.com. 
If you enjoy this podcast and find it helpful, please share it with your friends and family. Thank you for listening.